This is an FOU Studios podcast. The Chris Hahn Show. America and welcome. This is the Chris Hahn Show. I'm your host, Chris Hahn. The truth is on the air and truthfully tonight, America, I thought I'd be spending all night talking about the deal that is going to avert another government shutdown, assuming, and I think it's a pretty safe assumption the president will sign it, but maybe he might not now because he's going to need to distract the attention of the media once again, because yet again, A Trump associate, his former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, uh, tonight uh, a judge has ruled that he has lied to uh, Robert Mueller, and the plea agreement that he once had with Robert Mueller is now null and void, and he's probably going to spend the rest of his life in jail. He already was convicted on tax evasion and other bank-related charges in a Virginia court. He is now facing other charges in a D.C. court stemming from the Mueller probe about the entanglements of the Trump campaign with Russia. And let me tell you something, America. If you think that this campaign wasn't colluding with Russia, and by the way, I say the campaign, I'm not saying the president directly, but the campaign. And I don't know about you, but sometimes you got to judge people by the company they keep. And I got to tell you, Paul Manafort, absolutely, America, absolutely was involved in collusion with the, the Russians. Based on what we've seen so far in this case, he was working very closely with Konstantin Kalimnik, a known associate of Vladimir Putin, a man who had deep ties to the Kremlin and was involved with their intelligence gathering or operation. He was sharing poll data with these people. My friends, the president of the United States campaign chairman was working directly with the Russians. That was what we learned today, directly. 631-451-1039. I am live tonight if you want to be part of this national conversation. There is a lot to talk about. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. I think any other president right now will be showing the door. I think his own party will be going to the White House and saying, Mr. President, time to go. Not this guy. For some reason, the Republican Party is a wholly bought and owned subsidiary of Donald J. Trump. And if you think that this president cares about anybody else but himself and how things that happen affect him, you are out of your mind. This is a man who cares about Trump and Trump alone. And if he can help America in the process, well, good for him on that. But that's not what he's here for. 631-451-1039. I'm going to go to Hank in Long Beach. Hank, you're on the air. Chris, who do you think has a better shot? The Mets winning the World Series or Howard Schultz becoming the next president? (laughs) I think the Mets winning the World Series has a better shot than Howard Schultz becoming uh, the next president of the United States. I say that with a heavy heart because I do love his product. I am a Starbucks addict. I literally just came from Starbucks. Maybe you could tell by my hyped-up attitude. Uh, But, uh, yeah, no, I I think that uh, the Mets winning the World Series, something that I I will not root for because I am a dyed-in-the-wool Yankee fan, as you all know. Hey, what's on your mind, Hank, other than that? 
Well, I just want to say that I agree with you with the with, with the Trump rhetoric. The only thing he, the only thing I would add is the only thing that he cares about besides himself is money. There you go, Hank. Thanks for your call. You know, this is the thing. And you guys, if you're watching me on Twitter, you couldn't hear Hank because I'm sorry for some. You know, I look. I'm just doing the best I can with social media right now. I'm not great at it, but I'm working at. It. I'm trying. So I'm hoping you're watching this, and you can also listen to the podcast. Subscribe right now on iTunes. The Chris Han Show podcast. It's up. It'll be up tomorrow night or later on tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, but if you subscribe, you don't have to worry about it. Just pop it to your podcasts like everything else. And if you don't have iTunes, if you're not on an iPhone, uh, check it out on SoundCloud. But you could also tune into linewsradio.com. Then you could hear the, uh, the callers or, or call in yourself. 631 451 1039 is my number. If you want to be part of the national conversation, 631 451 1039. Pick up the phone and give me a call. Uh, uh, if you want to be part of it, uh, you could stream. If you're on Long Island, you can watch me on, uh, listen to me on 103.9 FM. Uh, for those of you watching me on Twitter, for those of you listening to me right now uh, on uh, on on uh, Twitter uh, on on uh, LI News Radio, well, you know this 631-451-1039. I'm telling you right now, the fact that we are finding out that the president's campaign chairman had a meeting in August, August second. Of, of 2016, with Konstantin Kalimnik at the Havana Room, around the corner from Trump Tower, America, around the corner from Trump Tower. I've been there. I've been to both places. And that they all left through four. There were four people went. Gates, Manafort, Kalimnik, and, and uh, an associate of Kalimnik's. And they all four of them left through four separate doors to avoid being seen together. Think about that for America. America. Think about how guilty that must be. They knew what they were doing. 631-451-1039. I'm going to go to James in Calverton. James, you're on the air. Uh, yeah, I think Donald Trump's doing the best job of any president in the history of the United States. And <laughs> the Russian collusion is a waste of time. It's been going on for three years. Uh, there is no smoking gun. Maybe Manafort will spend the rest of his life in jail, but there is no smoking gun. So, James, gun. let me and ask Donald you a question. Trump you're filibuster, so let me ask you a question. Thing. Let me ask you a question, okay? Any other president's campaign chairman had a meeting with a Russian spy around the corner from campaign about? headquarters during happened? the campaign. Would that matter? Are you there? Are you a witness to this? Uh, hold on, an idiot. Hold on, Are idiot. Are the witness? Uh, the, 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 the special counsel has proven this. A judge has said that Manafort has lied about it. Why do I have to be there? Why do I have to be there, James? Uh, because how do you know it's true? Everything else. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the, the judge is saying it's true. There's way too much evidence. The guy worked for him for 20 years. He's admitted to being working with the guy for a couple 20 years. Come on, James, grow up. Six three one four five one one zero three nine. Oh, how do you know you weren't there? I don't know. How do we know anything? How do I know that that El Chapo was a drug lord? How do we know? I wasn't there. I didn't witness it. Well, the court today, James, keep up. Try to keep up, James. Try to keep up. The court today, the judge in a court, said that Manafort lied about that meeting and that Mueller has proven that he lied about that meeting. I don't have to be there. That's what we have courts for. That's what we have prosecutors for. This guy, Manafort, I don't care what you think about Donald Trump. Okay, but Donald Trump hired Manafort. Donald Trump trusted Manafort. Why, of all the people on the planet, did Donald Trump choose Paul Manafort 
to be his campaign chairman. Why? Of all the people on the planet, America, Paul Manafort, a man with deep ties to the Russians. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. Let's talk about this tonight, America. This is interesting stuff. I got Janet Johnson joining me at 9 o'clock to discuss this. I can't wait to hear what she's got to say. Um, I got Janet Johnson coming on later. Don't forget, catch me on Friday night on Tucker Carlson. I'll be on at 8 o'clock talking about the news. 631-451-1039. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to take here. I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take Jude in Manor in Manorville. Jude in Manorville, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Uh, you call your audience idiots. Well, he is an idiot. He was being an idiot. He was being an idiot. Why? How do I? How do I? How do I know? I read. I read the court briefing today that was released at five thirty. How do I know I wasn't there? What is? What kind of stupid answer is that, Jude? What kind? Uh, this is the sound of a listener turning the dial. Oh, good. Turn the dial. Um, that's the sound of me hanging up on you, Jude. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. Oh, oh, he's turning the dial. Oh, no. Oh, why? Because I called somebody an idiot? Because the guy was being an idiot. I'm sorry. The guy was being an idiot. I got to put up with people saying, how do you know? I don't know. Keep up. Read the, read the documents. Watch Fox News. They'll talk about it. 631-451-1039. Let me go to John in Medford. John, how you doing? Yes, there definitely was collusion. I think there was, was. There was. 100%. 100%. Christopher Steele, Christopher Steele had a dossier. He stole the Hillary Clinton. Oh. Hey, hey, John, where you been? John, you used to be my number one guy. You used to call every week, John, with the Hillary Clinton nonsense. Uranium one. John, Johnny boy, my biggest fan returns. I know that my show's been moving around a little bit because of hockey season, but I know you I know you tune in every week, John. Thank you so much, John. I know you're my biggest fan. Thank you for calling. How you been, John? Is everything okay? Everything okay in your fantasy land? Nothing to do with Trump. All right. Nothing to do with Trump. Blah, 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 631-451-1039. I'm taking too many calls for my Twitter fans that are watching right now. They can't hear those calls, but if you look, listen to the podcast, you'll hear the people who called in. There were some calls that came in. Now, look, I know the guy in Manorville is not an idiot about everything, but he was being an idiot, so I called him an idiot. I'm sorry. I, I'm supposed to allow that on my show? Look, I expect people who call in with a point of view, and by the way, I want people with opposing points of view to call in, but I expect people to call in with a point of view to be educated on the issue. And saying, how do you know you weren't there? I'm sorry. That's idiotic. It is by far the dumbest thing you could say. I don't know. How do we know somebody landed on the moon? I wasn't there either, but I know somebody landed on the moon. How, how do I know uh, that George Washington led the troops in the American Revolution? I wasn't there. Were you there? I wasn't there. Like, this is the Trump fantasy land that is infecting this country right now. The Trump supporters will do anything to protect this guy. And they'll say stupid things like, how do you know you weren't there? No, I wasn't there. I, I, by the way, I've been to the Vanna Room for a fundraiser. 
Uh, I've been to Trump Tower. I know where they are in proximity to each other. I know that Manafort was working at Trump Tower. I know that Gates testified that Manafort and Kalimnik were at the Havana room together. And I also know that Mueller told the judge this and showed other evidence of this part and that the judge today, earlier this evening, ruled that Manafort lied about that meeting. Why would he be lying about that meeting? That's the question you have to ask yourself, America. Why would he lie about it? You know, I mean, look, if everything's so innocent, if everything's so innocent, why are so many people lying? Why are the Trump people lying about this? 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. 631-451-1039 is my number. Uh, yes, that's the sound of somebody changing the channel. That's the first time anybody ever, has ever said that to me. I guess on the radio, it's like, right? <laughs> I called him an idiot. Look, the guy in Manorville calls all the, what's the guy's name from Manorville, Mike? Was it John? James. James. James calls in a lot. James, he's got a brother that calls in that sounds a lot like him, but it's not him. He's a regular caller to the station, not just my show, a couple of the other shows that are on here. I don't think he's an idiot, but he was saying something idiotic. Uh, It was dumb. How do you know you weren't there? This is the kind of world we live in right now where Trump supporters will say that. And, And I think what that really is is a cry for help. I I think that they know they are defending the indefensible. They are defending something that, you know, if this was, you know, let's say Bill Clinton was president still or Barack Obama, and we found out that their campaign manager was meeting with a Russian spy during the campaign, blocks away, feet away, really, from the campaign headquarters, and they were sharing information and working together to try to win the election for their, uh, for their principal. I have a feeling that people like James would have lost their mind about it. I have a feeling that Trump supporters today who wrap themselves in the American flag and, uh, you know, and, and, and patriotism and build that wall and other kind of sloganeering kind of stuff, I believe they'd be losing their mind over this. I believe they would be losing their mind but, you know, because it's Trump and they're living in this brainwashed world, uh, they, you know, they give him a pass. And that's sad. It's absolutely sad. It is indefensible. Is that the same James? He's calling back. I, I'm going to take him again. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to give him a chance. Hopefully, hopefully he's, he's going to work okay. I'll give him a chance. James, how's it going? I had James and Carrick. James, James, hold on a minute. I'm, I'm the one that always talks on the radio. What I asked you, you didn't ask me. I asked you, Paul Manafort colluded, you said, with some Russian guy. I asked you, how do you know what they talked about when they were together? James. And you went off with some transient about, <laughs> oh, how do I know they landed on the moon? How do I know they out of the moon? <laughs> I asked you a specific question, and you avoided right. James, give me a chance to answer you. First of all, James, James. How do you know they didn't talk about a golf course? James, first of all, let me just say this to you. I'm trying to answer your question, James. Are you going to let me talk? 
this guy, I got to tell you, Mike, I got to tell you, I, I can't talk to Mike right now either because you can't hear him on Twitter. Uh, the guy will not let me talk on my own radio show. Doesn't he know I have a button that I could shut him off? I mean, James, like, I, I don't want to call him an idiot again because people are getting mad about that. But it is kind of dumb, right? So, James, I'm going to pick you back up. You got to stop talking. James, you there? Yeah, I'm here. You don't answer the question. Uh, James, I'm trying to answer the question, but you're talking too much. It's the Chris Hahn Show, not the James from Calverton Show. Answer the question. I'm shutting him off. I hung up on him. I'm going to answer the question. How do I know? I don't know. You're in the middle of a presidential campaign, and you're going to meet with a Russian with your deputy campaign manager. What are you talking about? I don't know, James. I've been on a lot of campaigns in my career including a presidential. Now, I was a very young man when I worked in the 92 presidential campaign, and I was very low on the totem pole, extremely low on the totem pole. Um, but in campaigns that I wasn't low on the totem pole, if I was meeting with somebody during the campaign with somebody else from the campaign, I was talking about the campaign. Okay? I was talking about the campaign. And we're going to find out exactly what was said at that meeting. He colluded. I'm sure of it. He's a dirty, dirty dog, and he's going to jail for the rest of his life. And by the way, I'm not happy about that. I'm never happy when people go to jail. I don't want to see people go to jail for the rest of their lives. But when somebody sells out their country in a way that I believe that Paul Manafort did, I believe they should go to jail. And I believe that the person they worked for, maybe he shouldn't go to jail. Maybe he's not guilty of anything other than being guilty of bad judgment. And when you're president of the United States and you have to hire people, you should be able to use good judgment. And if you can't use good judgment to hire the top guy on your campaign, the number one guy, how could we be trusting you to run the federal bureaucracy with thousands of people and you've got to hire good people to run this government? I don't know how America can trust this president anymore to do the job of president, whether he colluded or not, whether he's guilty of collusion or not. How do we trust him? How do we trust this guy? And I see people here tweeting at me about Hillary Clinton and things like that. Guys, I'm not talking about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton didn't get elected president. The American people didn't trust her to be president. They trusted this guy to be president. And he's president right now. So we have to judge him and ask yourself the question, if Hillary Clinton's campaign, if let's say she won and her campaign manager was having lunch with the Russians to discuss the campaign, and then the Russians colluded with the campaign and they were sharing campaign data, how would you feel about it? How would you feel about it? I'll tell you how you'd feel about it, uh, Trump fans. You'd want her locked up. You'd be chanting, lock her up, lock her up. I mean, you would. So it's time for you to grow a brain, get out of the bubble, and hold the president accountable for the people who he hired. How can you not do that? How could you sit there and allow this man to go... to, you know, to just say he had nothing to do with it. I'm sorry, America. I'm sorry, America. He is responsible for the people he hired. You have to hold him accountable for the people he hired. 
You do not give him a free pass. You deserve better. And let me tell you, I'm not saying elect a liberal. I'm saying hold this conservative to conservative principles. Ronald Reagan's rolling over in his grave right now. You're saying that it's okay to work with the Russians? I, I don't think so. All right, 631-451-1039. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. Hold on, callers. We'll get back to you. You're listening to The Chris Hodge Show. Keep it where it's at. Chris Hahn Show. All right. I am back. I am live. And I am taking your call at 631-451-1039. Pick up the phone if you want to be part of the national conversation, 631-451-1039. Don't forget, a little later on, 9 o'clock, top of the hour, Janet Johnson will be joining me live to talk about what's going on in the world today. Uh, I'll be on Tucker Carlson on Friday, and I'll be on uh, Laura Ingram, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday next week. It was on Monday night right after the president gave his speech uh, in El Paso, Texas. I got to yell at the lieutenant governor of Texas. I, I don't understand why. Anybody who's in elected office will go on TV with me. I don't understand that. Uh, you know, Dan Patrick, his name is. I'm Dan Patrick, same as the announcer, uh, the TV sports guy on ESPN, who I really like the sports guy on ESPN, but governor of Texas, he seems like a dimwit to me. 631 451 1039 is my number. Let me go to John and Medford. John, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. What are we talking about? We're talking about Manafort. We're talking about collusion. We're talking about Trump. Oh, hey, hey, listen to this. I got a different thing. I got a political correct thing. I called a woman the C word the other day. Oh my God, uh, John. What do you think? Am I, I think in trouble? You called her a conservative. How dare you? There are no women conserv. There are no real female conservatives anymore. They probably yeah, she, did. She turn around and slap you in the face. I she hope so. Think, she didn't think I said conservative. Well, That's all right. I'm going to get rid of this guy. I, John thinks John held on through the break for 10 minutes for that joke. Mike, does this happen on the Biddleman show too? I don't take calls. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> you tape, you pre-tape. That, that was a, that was a, he waited for about 10 minutes. I love him. <laughs> He's great. He's fantastic. He, he waited for 10 minutes to tell me he told, called the woman a C word. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry, John. Uh, whatever his name is, if that's his real name, that is ridiculous that you, I mean, who has that kind of time to wait that long for that? Now, I thought maybe he's holding on. Maybe he's got a great point. Maybe he's got something he wants to say. 
I don't know. 631-451-1039 is my number. If you want to be part of the national conversation, give me a call. I'm talking about Paul Manafort losing his plea arrangement. The man is going to jail. He's already facing, I think, 10 years in jail for what he was already convicted on. Now he's got another trial that he's now going to be facing even more jail time. He's not a young man. He's in his, I think, 70s maybe late 60s, and he doesn't look like a very healthy guy in his late 60s. So I don't know, you know, if I was, he must be, here's what I, my theory, America, and, and I look, don't call me and ask me how I know this, because I don't know this, it's a theory. That's what a theory is. My theory is that this guy is so afraid of the Russians who he's been working with that he can't tell the truth. And it's going to be hard for the American people or for, for uh, you know, uh, Mueller or the Justice Department to protect him because, frankly, you know, this guy knows that the president of the United States is not going to protect him in the long run should he give up real evidence about what happened. So he can't cut a deal. The best he could do is lie and hope that Trump gives him a pardon. And America, if the president pardons Manafort, can we all just agree that the president is covering this whole thing up? Can we all just come to an agreement right now that if the the president pardons anybody in this, Flynn, Manafort, Stone, Gates, any pardons that the president hands out in the bubble probe, Cohen, should be taken by the American people as evidence of the president's involvement in collusion with Russia. I want to know what you think. If you could disagree with me, America, 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of this national conversation. 631-451-1039 is my number. Feel free to call up. Feel free to disagree. But I, for one, think it is without a doubt that any pardons by this president at all is evidence of the president's own guilt. Because why would the president pardon otherwise? People who have been, look, a couple of weeks ago, the judge rejected the sentencing agreement that Mueller offered Flynn rejected it outright, said that this man may have committed treason and you are giving him this time. So how is that? How are are we going to just let that go? 631-451-1039. Let me go to Donald in Riverhead. Donald, you're on the air. Yeah, I disagree with everything you're saying there because, you know, you're just spewing theories. You have no hard facts backing. You think because well, well, Donald, if we you if you heard the beginning of my statement, him. if you heard the beginning of my statement, I did say it was a theory, right? So well, a theory it means that you're so, taking stuff. Up so it. I'm on radio right now, and I'm trying well, to have I a conversation with America. And my theory is is if the president pardons people, he himself is pardoning people to cover up collusion. What is your now, theory? I may not be Why would the president pardon somebody who's fact, been who's fact. been accused of, of colluding with the Russians unless the president himself was colluding? 
Well, but I like to say is that you need facts to back up your theory, and then you can actually talk about it. If you don't have facts to say anything, and you're just saying, this is how I feel, then that means... Are, that are you familiar with punditry? Do you know what that is? Do you know what, like, no, conversations no, I, no, are? No, no, no. Well, yeah. So I'm a pundit. But, but, I'm not here prosecuting anybody. I don't need pundit, facts to do anything. I'm throwing an idea out, and I want to hear what your idea is. What's your idea? What well, do you think the president's role is in, in this? You no, know I think I think we, that we have to look past it because... We are built on the foundations of united. We stand as a country. Yes. Divided, we fall. Yeah. You know what else is bad? You know what else is bad? Treason. You know know what's worse than, like, being critical of your president? Treason. And all these conservatives coming out of the woodwork right now talking about unity, where were you during the eight years of Obama? Were you, like, saying stop criticizing Obama? Obama? I voted for Obama. Good. Were you were you calling into the Hannity show and saying stop stop criticizing Obama? Did you do that, Don? No, because you know why? Because I am willing to accept defeat and understand what. Wait, 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 Don, Donald, is it okay if I call you Don? Don, no, I like Don. Don, were you calling into the Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh programs from 2009 to 2016 and saying stop criticizing the president because united we stand, divided we fall? Were you? Yes. Well, good for you. Well, you're consistent then, Donald. Thanks for your call. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. Oh, all these people. United we stand. Divided we fall. You've got a theory. Why why do I have a theory? I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's add it up for a minute. (laughs) You know, Mike? Look. First of all, you get... Paid to talk about your theory, right? Right. It's like, right, you know, right. I'm, I, I have a show because of my right. Theory. I mean, I, like, I think these Trump supporters are like, I think that they've been living in some sort of bubble where everybody says nice things about the president all day. They're all hypocrites. Somebody all comes hypocrites. on and says oh, something that my, you know. Let me float a theory about the president. You know, his campaign manager was meeting with a Russian spy during the campaign <laughs> with the deputy campaign manager. Around the corner from Trump Tower at the Havana Room. It's a cigar bar. During the campaign. And I'm saying if the president pardons these people, maybe we should consider that evidence of the president's own collusion. And he's trying to obstruct justice. And I've got Trump supporters calling me and telling me, well, where's your evidence? I started by saying it's a theory. I think it's a pretty good theory. I think it's a solid theory. I mean, why would you pardon somebody? 631 Let me go to James in Calverton. James. Yeah, I just want to ask you one question. Please don't interrupt me, okay? Try not to. I know that's your... Uh, well, ask the question, James. It's an entertainment I just show. Ask you one question. Okay? Took you twelve seconds to say that. If he colluded with the Russians, what is he guilty of? He's guilty of working with a foreign agent to influence the American election, and maybe he took something of value from a foreign country to influence the election. Do you want the Russians picking your president, James? That's what he's guilty of. What is he guilty of? He's guilty of being a Russian sympathizer in the White House. He's guilty of being owned by Putin while he's the president of the United States. That's what he's guilty of. You want a president that owes Putin 
Is that what you want? I mean, where are the Republicans that used to vote for Reagan, who was anti-communism, anti-Russia? You know, these guys get up there and they scream about socialism. Meanwhile, we have Rhodes, which is a socialist program. We have Social Security, which has got socialism in a freaking name. <laughs> we got the VA. You want to go tell vets who like the VA that we're going to get rid of the VA? The VA is absolutely socialism. We have a police force and an army. Socialism, socialism. What we really fought against in the Cold War wasn't socialism. It was communism and totalitarianism. No democracy. No free will. No, no, they want to talk about you know, socialism because people want to give Medicare to everybody or make sure you, you can't get thrown off your health insurance because you're sick. That's socialism to them. They want to make sure you go to college. Obamacare, which is run by private insurance companies, doctors don't work for the state. They call that socialism because, I don't know, maybe they didn't go to school. What socialism is the army? That's socialism where everybody works for the government and is paid by the government. Obamacare where doctors work for hospitals or they're independent doctors and they get paid from private insurance that you buy, that's not socialism. That's regulation, but it's not socialism. And it's not communism and it's not totalitarianism. It's not a dictatorship, which is what we fought against. You know what is a dictatorship? Putin's Russia. And all these idiots, and I, I got to call them idiots again because that's what they are. All these idiots to screaming and yelling about socialism are excusing the president of the United States for working with a dictator who is our adversary to secure himself the presidency. What does he owe Putin for that? If you are not concerned about that, there's something wrong with you. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. At Christopher Hahn on Twitter. Don't forget, you can download the podcast version of the show, the Chris Hahn Show podcast, on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Pretty soon, it'll be everywhere. It'll be on all these things. Spotify, uh, you know, wherever your Samsung gets the thing. There's all sorts of other podcast things. I'm an iTunes guy, so I, I don't know anything about it. I'm doing this myself right now. Pretty soon, somebody else is going to be doing it for me. And, Google and, Play is the droid thing. What? Google Play. Yeah, it'll be on Google Play. It'll be on... There's like a list of like 20 other things that people download podcasts. I had no idea. I thought everybody just went to iTunes. So so pretty soon, it'll be everywhere, hopefully. Um, but right now, it's just on iTunes, and you can download it right now. Go to, go to the, the Chris Honcho podcast on iTunes, or you just go to at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. It's pinned to my profile, at Christopher Hahn. Follow me on Twitter. Janet Johnson joining me at the top of the hour, taking your calls for a little bit while longer. 631-451-1039 is my number. Mike B on the other side of the glass. Don't forget to watch the listen to the Mike B show Sunday night, 7 to 8. 7 to 8, baby. 7 to 8 p.m. Whole hour of Mike B. Whole hour, baby. He's not taking your calls because he doesn't want to have to deal with you people. You're <laughs> okay. all idiots. <laughs> what? Because you're all idiots. Yeah. It's like, look, I don't think you're idiots, America. I, I don't think Trump supporters are idiots. I think that they're just living in denial or they're trying to justify they're trying to justify their support for Trump 
I think they think because they've supported him and they've, and they've posted it on Twitter that they can't change their mind about him. They don't want people to go, aha, see, you were right. Look, nobody cares what you posted on Twitter during the 2016 election or Facebook or maybe you called into this show or some other show about Donald Trump. Nobody cares. Take it from me, your pal, Chris. I have been on television over 2,000 times since 2010. And nobody knows who I am and nobody remembers anything I said. So, you know, your 400 you know, friends on, on Facebook or 1,000 followers on Twitter or whatever you got, they're not going to know, they're not going to remember that you once were a Trump supporter. It's okay for you to change your mind. And even if they do say it, it's okay. You don't have to keep defending the indefensible. The things this man may have done to secure the presidency is indefensible. Paul Manafort's actions during the campaign would have run any other president out of town just by his guilt by association. But this guy, you guys all keep defending. Stop. I get it. We live in a different time. Everything's permanent. But you could change your mind. I change my mind all the time. All the time. And I'm on TV. And I've said things on TV. And then I take it back. Change my mind. I say something else. I'm on the radio. Sometimes I change my mind. Sometimes I don't. I'm getting the calls where he's an idiot. No, it was James saying he was on national TV for 13 years. I was like, who are you? And he just hung up. The oh, he was on national TV for 13 yeah. No, sitting on top of a television set does not mean you were on TV, James. <laughs> okay. He, he was on national television for 13 years. America's Most Wanted. Was he like one of the guys they were looking for? I mean, I, what, is, what, what show, James? <laughs> call, I'll tell you what. Don't call me. Call Mike and tell him what show you were on, James. National TV. Guess what? Nobody cares. Like I said, I'm going to be on national TV Friday. And by Saturday, nobody will remember what I said. Guarantee it. Nobody cares. You can change your mind. I'm not locked into my opinions because I said it on TV. Not locked in. Okay? Not locked in. I could change my mind whenever I want. And so could you, Trump supporter. You could acknowledge the fact that this guy is a train wreck of a president and that he probably worked with Putin to get elected. Clearly, his campaign was. Putin is an enemy of this country. No doubt. Enemy of this country. So, I don't know. Maybe change your mind now that you see that his national security advisor has been indicted, his campaign manager has been indicted, is going to jail probably for the rest of his life, his deputy campaign manager, his lawyer. Guys, what's it going to take? Did James tell you what show he was on? He said he was in uh, commercials. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was in commercials too. Gillette. Guess what? Uh, Nobody cares. Nobody. I did a Dr. Pepper commercial. You think anybody comes up to me on the street and says, hey, I remember you. You were in a Dr. Pepper Pepper commercial. (laughs) Yeah. No, nobody cares. 
Nobody cares. You could change your mind. You think because I was in a Dr. Pepper commercial, I only have to drink Dr. Pepper for the rest of my life? Yes. Exactly what happened. Somebody sees me with a freaking Coca-Cola, they go, hey, man, are you a pepper? (laughs) No. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You're allowed to change your mind. If you learn nothing from me, America... If you learn nothing, learn this, you could change your mind. You're not, just because you voted for Trump and posted about Trump and said, oh, I really like the cut of this guy's jib. Now we've learned that he panders to racism. Charlottesville, remember Charlottesville? Remember when he said there were good people on both sides? Charlottesville, yeah, yeah. The guy saying Jews will not replace us were good people. Hmm. We've learned that his campaign was clearly colluding with Russia and that everybody's lying about their Russian contacts. Mike Flynn was at dinner with Putin. Didn't report it. We all saw the video. Uh, Manafort meeting with Konstantin Kalimnik said he didn't do it. Did. There's probably video of that too. Gates has been singing like a bird telling about all this stuff. If he pardons him, believe it. All right. Janet Johnson joins me on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Chris Hahn Show, and I'll be right back. Chris Han Show. All right, I'm back. I'm live. I'll take your calls at the bottom of the hour at 631 451 1039. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Christopher Hahn. Catch me Friday night on uh, Tucker Carlson, 8 o'clock on Fox News Channel. I'll be doing Ingram next week, either Monday or Tuesday. No Piro this weekend, taking a weekend off. Going to have some fun. Uh, actually probably going to do uh, Ingram on Tuesday because Monday night is President's Day and I'm going to be celebrating the President's, but not the one that's current at office. But join me right now, good friend of the show, good friend of mine, at Jay Johnson Law on Twitter and one of the best guests I have, Janet Johnson. How you doing? I'm doing well. I, uh, you know, I, I feel like we're in a good place right now. The government may not shut down. I think there's going to be a deal. So Nancy Pelosi, I think we can say two Nancy, zero Donald, right? Yeah, I mean, where's his, you know, he's getting less money than he would have gotten in December. It's <laughs> what just, a deal maker. He's huh? great, I mean, right? He's the order of the deal. I'm going to make the best <laughs> deals. Uh. How does anyone like feel good about that? If you're, if you're a fan of, of this guy, and I understand some people listening may be. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I, mean, I've, I discovered tonight that most of my listeners are fans of Donald Trump, and, and yet they listen to me, uh, and, and then they call me up and they say, why do you hate him so much? I, I don't hate him, first of all. I just, I you don't. don't? I don't hate anybody. I am not a hater. Uh, I just don't. I don't think he's a good president. I mean, a good man. Well, yeah, he's not a good man. And and whether or not he's a good man or not, he's not the kind of man that should be president. (laughs) 
You know, right, right, right. You know, but you I mean, want to be a greedy real estate empire guy. That's he's probably the right guy for that. Uh, selfish and you know whatever, loathsome. But President of the United States needs to have empathy. He needs to care about other people, but besides himself and his family, right. he needs to not do whatever it takes to win, including colluding with our enemies. Well, that's the only thing he's won, though, right? I mean, he's won one thing, and he had to cheat to do it. But as a businessman, and now as, as a president, he isn't a winner. I mean, he's a loser, and he's a guy who was born on third and claims he got a triple. Yeah. So his, his money comes from his daddy, and you know, the New York Times had this huge expose that his whole narrative that he was in any way, you know, I, I was given a hundred thousand dollars and I did everything else. He's given the equivalent of, of you know tens right. of millions of dollars, right? And, and hundreds of it. millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, <laughs> right? So, you know, all of his money is derived from his father, and you know, they cheated to even do that. And as it turns out, I mean, we we've known about the bankruptcies, we've known about running businesses into the ground. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know when was the last time you flew on Trump Airway. Or, yeah, no, or never. Had a Trump Day <laughs> or went to Trump University or drank Trump vodka, but any of those things he's run into the ground. If it wasn't for Jeff Zucker, if it wasn't for The Apprentice, he wouldn't. You know, he wouldn't be anything. Right. He wouldn't have any job. But even you know, so if, even if he was a terrible person, and I think this is what a lot of Republicans tell themselves in their quiet moments or used to tell themselves, all right, he's a terrible guy, but Jimmy Carter was a good guy, and he was a bad president. Right. Let's elect a terrible guy, but it'll be good for America. Well, that narrative went out the window, too, because yeah. he hasn't been good for America. No. No, and he, he hasn't been even good at being Donald Trump or he, good for the Republican Party. He hasn't been good for the – I don't think the Republican Party exists anymore. I think it's just the party of Trump. Or it's a cult of personality, and it's a small right. cult of personality. It's about 35% of Americans, if that. And then there's a couple other people who kind of give him a chance. It's, it's, it is, it, and they're not going to give him a second chance, frankly, I don't think. The problem in America right now, and I've been, I've been dealing with this all night, is I think people send out a tweet saying that they support Donald Trump, and they think they've got to stick with it for the rest of their lives. You know, yeah. nobody yeah. knows what you said on Twitter. Nobody cares. Well, I think, you know, first of all, when you go into the voting booth, look, we, we don't know who you're voting for. Don't vote for more of this because this is going to hurt you. The tax, you know, that you've heard all this in the news, and this is not just like, you know, fake news or whatever you want to call it. People are not getting the refunds that they got previously. Right. Some people are actually paying more. I mean, he's hurting you. He's hurting every single person yep. who isn't, you know, Howard Schultz. Yeah. Howard Schultz should feel very good. The rest of us shouldn't. Yeah. So, you know, if in your quiet moments, just don't vote for him. You can pretend that you still like him, but don't vote for him. And by but the way, America, he's not going to build a wall. Even if, oh my God! You've yeah. played. I mean, and and I would be angry if I got played this badly. If I, you know, if Hillary Clinton, during on the campaign trail, kept telling me you're going to get free tuition and France is going to pay for it, you're right. going to get free college tuition. France is going to pay for it. And if I was chanting free tuition, free tuition, and they were saying who's paying for it, France. Once I elected her, and I realized, you know, I'm not, I haven't gotten that free tuition. Yeah, where's my free tuition? Where's my tuition? And then if, you know, two years into her term, she said, don't worry, you're still getting the free tuition, but the government's going to pay for it. Right. Our government's going to pay for it. Right. Well, that's not happening either. And then I would start to think, 
I'm not even in college anymore. Why am I clamoring for something that I don't need and I don't want? And the experts tell me isn't really necessary. And it's going to, by the way, people in Texas, who are a lot of them are Republicans, they're going to lose their land involuntarily to this wall. Is that the party of small government? Would Ronald Reagan want that? I used to think that Republicans were were against eminent domain in almost all (laughs) circumstances. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, talk about socialized, you know, government. These, this is the government taking your land from yeah. you. I mean, yeah. this is communism, people. This is what you've been clamoring against. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they don't like a Green New Deal. They call that socialism. But, you know, right. taking people's land for the government, that's not socialism. Imagine, I mean, again, if, if Barack Obama, after, you know, building his elaborate golf you know, retreat inside the White House. If Barack Obama said, okay, you know, Bubba, rancher in Texas, you know, we really need this wall. And not only, you know, is it going to be paid for out of your your pocket because Mexico's not paying for it, but, uh-oh, I'm taking your ranch. Right. If Barack Obama came for your ranch, you would be grabbing your guns and mobilizing on Washington. Right. That's Why aren't Trump they doing say. that, Janet? This is what I don't understand. Why aren't these guys, these these, you know, you know, cowboy boot wearing, right. truck driving, redneck Americans. Right. Why are they not out there yelling and screaming about this? I don't understand. Well, I mean, people in Texas are. You know, I mean, in El Paso, I mean, you saw the mayor was was very angry that Donald Trump is painting this picture yeah. of El Paso. By the way, then the lieutenant governor did the same thing to me on Fox News, and I called him out for it. And I always wonder why real elected officials go on TV with me. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll get them unelected if they can Yeah, doing that. I mean, I, I said to him he should be ashamed of himself for not giving credit to the law enforcement officials of El Paso who made that city one of the safest cities in America before there was a wall. And what did he say? Oh, 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 oh. Exactly. Uh, I've never been on TV with a real live pundit before. <laughs> I just thought because I snark at you when I watch you on TV, I could do it to your face. Well, it didn't work out so well for you, did it, Dan Patrick? <laughs> well, I mean, I also thought the FBI were people that we used to think were good. I mean, right. unfortunately, doesn't get the credit that they got under Barack Obama, under you know Donald Trump, unless he happens to like you. I mean, today he said he's still amazed that people, you know, first responders risk their lives running in to save people whom they've never met. Right. And that pretty much sums up Donald Trump. Yeah. He probably wouldn't run into a building to save his own children. No, he would never run into a building to save anything except for his money. Right. Well, and, and to be fair, if Don Jr. was my son, I, you know, I would think oh. like too. But, <laughs> but, I mean, I think people don't say anything or don't, you know, kind of get upset about it. Because, you know, I, I, you're on Fox News. The lead story is a tweet that a freshman congresswoman said. Right. It's not, he's coming to get your land, which right. it would be if it was Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton or any Democrat. Yeah, I mean. So, you know, do they know it's happening? I don't sure. know. I mean, look, they know when they watch me and then they don't like to hear it. But, you know, maybe 1% of them think twice when they hear me. And, and I mean, I do. Look, that's good. Poll numbers show that, uh, you know, 70 percent of the country think he's dishonest, think he's a bad leader, believe that whatever the report says by Mueller is going to be factual and that what Donald Trump is, says isn't going to be. And the word collusion has, of course, been overplayed. But, you know, what we found out tonight, uh, I mean... I know your callers have been sort of upset about this idea that, you know, Manafort, a judge, a neutral judge, has decided that he he lied and violated his agreement. But why, just ask yourselves, 
this is, I think, the fifth person who's lied about connections with Russia, at least. I mean, you know, obviously there's been 10 people indicted and they almost all pled. Right. But why are all these people lying about Russia? I mean, and does this it not is, seem suspicious? And this is such a particularly bad, dishonest lie that was so easily disproven it's because... Disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, he met with Konstantin <laughs> Kalimnik at the Havana Room around the corner from Trump Tower... Right. During right. the campaign, right, April just, August second, two thousand sixteen. It's it's. I'm yeah. sorry. What were they yeah. talking about? They were talking about data, campaign data. I mean, you know, you ask yourself, how did he know where to go? How did he know which states to focus on? They're talking about data that was so specific and complicated. Manafort didn't even understand. Yeah. I mean, and again, I mean that, that I don't think collusion. I think that's a. a word that doesn't even necessarily have to be part of this discussion, but that is collusion. I yeah. mean, that's, there's no doubt about that. So whether, I mean, do we expect that Donald Trump showed up at the meeting and, and got in on it? No, but he doesn't have to. I mean, you and I have used this example before. You know, Manson didn't literally kill anybody. He he told people to Right, 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 right. You know, if you're a good mob boss, you're not the guy who pulls the trigger. You're the guy who they work for. And, you know, and what's killing me most right now, Janet. And by the way, I'm talking to Janet Johnson at J Johnson Law on Twitter. You watch her on HLN every Saturday morning. She's there. She's talking about whatever uh, criminal thing has gone on in the world. And maybe she'll get to talk about this because there's a lot of crime going on here. Uh, uh, Janet's a regular on this show at J Johnson Law on Twitter. Um, it, it, what drives me nuts is when conservatives say to me, well, even if they did collude, what's the problem with that? Well, what the problem is that is that the president now owes Putin. Not the oh, American people. Oh, there's so many problems. Right. right. There's right. so many problems. Right. right. Well, first even if of it's all, not, even if you can't prove that there's some crime committed here, right? You, the president owes Putin. How is that good? Right. Well, I mean, in their heart of hearts, I think they know that it's to conspire with a foreign government who is, by the way, at the moment, an enemy of our country and it has always been country. an enemy of our country. Right. Well, right. I mean. What's wrong with it is that's inherently wrong. And, of course, you know, in America, we're more loyal to our country than our party, and so we don't conspire with a foreign government in order to seize power because the foreign government is our enemy, not the other party. So that's wrong. And the, and as you said, I mean, the whole, it's the emolument clause violations. It's why we, we shouldn't have someone doing international business. It's why Ivanka Trump shouldn't be getting, you know, trademarks from China that nobody else can get. They're selling out our country's interests to the highest bidder. Right. And to, to his own bottom line. Right. Of, you know, that's why. And it, that's our national security. I mean, yeah. That isn't just, you know, are we going to have a war because it's going to help his bottom line? Are we going to not defend our own interests? We're already doing are that. Are we going to let him uh, take the Balkan, Balkans? Right. Are right, we going to let right. him take or, Crimea? I mean, or are we, let the Saudis. I mean, it doesn't even have to be Russia. I mean, what we're seeing right now is they couldn't even meet a deadline to determine whether the Saudis killed an American-based journalist and then dismembered his body. Even though their entire intelligence community agrees completely about what happened. Well, that's why he didn't, that's why they didn't issue the report. You know, I mean, that's why they they wouldn't put in writing. I mean, remember, it was a year and a half ago when he and the Saudi princes were dancing around with the golden orb. Yeah. And within months, uh, you know, a Washington Post journalist 
was kidnapped, murdered, and they happened to have a saw on hand to chop his body up. I mean, again, these people know that this is wrong. I mean, unless you're, like, truly an evil human being, you know that this is all wrong. Yeah. You're just trying, you're hoping that, you know, you get a really good Supreme Court for your own personal interest, whatever that may be. But in the You get a good Supreme Court that will, you know, play, you know, will not allow your daughter to control her own body. Well, that's the thing. I think what they think is in their interest is not going to ultimately, their interest and Donald Trump's interests do not align. And and by the way, let's point something out. I want to talk to, I've been wanting to talk to you about this for like two weeks, but you've been (laughs) too busy to come on my show. Uh, But- This is the thing I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed this too. The president's numbers were tanking during this lockout, and and they've Mm -hmm. recovered a little bit, but, you know, recovered to mediocrity, which is where they always been. Right. Uh, He has now started to hit the abortion refrain hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because he knows he's losing those people too. Yeah, yeah. And he knows he's got to keep reminding them of this. And I think that's a glass house for him for a lot of reasons, and I'm not going to make any assumptions, but I think it's a bad place for him to go personally. And uh, I'm wondering if you've noticed this, that, you know, this, this, this really hard right turn on choice by Trump, mm-hmm. at least in his rhetoric, I think he's always appointed hard right uh, judges, but he's never really had the hard right rhetoric. Yeah. It, 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 it's, oh, the, I mean, the lies about, you know, babies are born and then doctors decide to murder them, which is obviously, I mean, he's really ginning up. I mean, that's the, the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. It's not just ridiculous. It's also dangerous. I mean, we, uh, a lot of Americans might not remember that there were a string of, because there aren't that many abortion providers anymore. Right. But there were a string of abortion doctors that were murdered, you know, gunned down. Yeah. So if you're pro-life, is not the most pro-life thing to, to be right. promoting and to be doing. So it's dangerous. It's also, you know, there was there has always been this rumor and there's almost substantiated, you know, stories about him providing and paying for abortions for his, you know, girlfriends. We know he tried to get Marla to abort Tiffany, you know, so we know he's not really anti abortion. I mean they they all know that. You know, he's not this godly person. But, you know, overturning Roe, which a lot of voters, people I talked to were, you know, pro-choice and voted for Trump and said, that's not going to happen. There's no way that's going to happen. If he does, it's close to happening. I mean, obviously, that's what Kavanaugh was voting for in his dissent. Yeah. Thank you, Susan Collins. Right, right. But it's not, that's not what Americans want. Americans don't want to overturn Roe. So if they get that, obviously, that would be terrible from my perspective. But it's not great for the Republican Party. No, it's not great for the Republican Party at all, but it might keep Trump's base from revolting on him. Right? That's his thing. He's not going to win with 30%. I mean, that isn't going to happen. No, but he's not going to win. If if he drops into the 20s, he could lose the Republicans in Congress. And he could be impeached. And then he gets impeached. Yeah. But he's not going to get impeached with, I mean, I I always thought that was a bit of a red herring or a, you know, pipe dream. I mean, with a year, in a year, we'll have, you know, the primaries will have begun. Yep. So I don't think. Yeah, I don't don't think he could be impeached at this point. I don't either. It's too late. I mean, so, and you know what? He'll, he's going to, I mean, he hasn't gotten anything done other than appointing judges and confirming them anyway. But he's going to get even less done, obviously, in the next, in the next year, because he's practically a lame duck. He has a very overwhelmingly Democratic Congress. And, you know, everyone's not even paying attention to him. You know, he's a joke. He is a complete joke. All right. So I got about four minutes left with you. I want to talk about. I know it goes quick, right? Four (laughs) minutes. I want to like, I want to talk for a minute or two about 
you know, the upcoming 2020 election. I mean, we've got a lot of people in the race now. Cory Booker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people Klobuchar, jumping in. Klobuchar, uh, yeah. Elizabeth Warren, um, yeah. uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris. Harris. Yeah. Uh, what are you thinking right now? Where's your head at? Well, I mean, I, unless something changes, I support Kamala Harris. I mean, that's who I want. Um, I, but I, I love all of them except for Tulsi Gabbard. Everyone else I think <laughs> is great. Um, it's a great field. I think it's fantastic. And, you know, and then look at, like, Mark Kelly running for the Senate. I love it. I don't know if that video, and even your Republican people listening, I mean, they should Google Mark Kelly, Shuttle CDR Kelly is his Twitter handle. The the most amazing political video I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's spectacular. I mean, there are great Democrats. And any one of those Democrats that are running, I think, would be fantastic. And um, it's going to be a great primary. I mean, I don't think this is going to be an ugly group of, you know, the Bernie bros. I think, you know, obviously. Bernie's getting in. He's getting in, but he doesn't have what, you know, a lot of people are disillusioned. He just isn't what he was, you know. It'll be four years by the time. I don't think he's got a lane, and and then he can't run around on saying it was fixed because you know clearly there's no rhyme or reason who's who's going to win. No, this right, right it's going to be a free for all. And I think, I mean, what, what does he do that Sherrod Brown wouldn't do for you if you were if you're a Democrat? What does he do that Elizabeth Warren wouldn't do for you? Right? I mean, Elizabeth Warren actually has gotten things done. Right? She started yeah. a bureau that was there to protect consumers in this country. Yeah, I mean, the problem, of course, with all of the women candidates is we're going to find that the way they eat chicken is offensive. There's going to be some stupid thing. Yeah, they're too no mean to their staff. Right, right, right. You know, she had a run in her stocking. There's going to be something about every one of them that they're, you know, I have people saying to me, Kamala Harris was a prosecutor. I'm a criminal defense lawyer, and I don't find that Yeah, I, by the way, that wouldn't that be a plus when you're running for office? Kind of hard to, to tell, tell, say that you're weak on crime when you spent your whole life prosecuting crime. Yeah, and even as a defense lawyer, I, I think we should have prosecutors. I don't think that they shouldn't exist. Uh, you know, obviously, some people need of, to go to jail. Yes, some people, even some of my clients, end up you know going to jail. Right, and it's probably the right thing. No, I, I think I love this group. I don't have any. Um, I think Amy Klobuchar is great. I love Cory Booker. I happen to just really like Kamala Harris, and I spent time with her, and I think she's got. I like her a know, lot. It, She's, you know, and I know you, you know, you've got your Hickenlooper hopes that he gets. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm fading. I mean, maybe he'll be oh, VP. No. I'm fading on him. <laughs> I, I think that Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, you know, I'm not done with Elizabeth Warren yet. I think that there's a lot of good things about Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't, you know, I, I'll just say for me, she's, um, she doesn't uplift me and I am looking for uplifting. Like, so that's kind of important yeah. to me. Um, and just because I feel like, I mean, you know, people, Cory Booker's too nice. I could use, you know, the thing about Elizabeth Warren, I would sleep well at night knowing she was president of the United States. Oh, for sure. You know, or if she was, you know, the fed chairwoman, I mean, but that would be competent. She's a competent. All right. 30 seconds, buddy. That's it. (laughs) Where are you going to be? Where do you want people to know about you? I'll be on HLN Saturday morning, maybe CNN. I was on CNN last Saturday talking about Jeff Bezos. Nice. Is, by the way, going to be a problem also for Donald Trump. Yeah, is- I think so, too. I think that, that that goes right. That's another thing I didn't talk about tonight. That I, I know. Talk about. I know. It's crazy. Janet Johnson, one of the best guests of the Chris Hahn Show. Check her out at Jay Johnson Law on Twitter. Watch her on CNN. Watch her on HLN. Listen to her here. I'll be right back taking your calls at 631-451-1039. You're listening to The Chris Hahn Show. Keep it where it is. Yeah.
You can't ignore the truth forever. So listen up. The Chris Hahn Show. Hey. Yeah. Boys. Yeah. All right. I'm back. I'm still live. 631-451-1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation tonight, give me a call at 631-451-1039. Don't forget, catch me tomorrow, not tomorrow night. Uh, I'm not on Thursdays today. I'm on Wednesday. Uh, catch me Friday night, 8 o'clock, Tucker Carlson. I'll be on uh, Ingram probably on Tuesday night next week. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation. Yeah, I, I got to talk about this Bezos thing for a second because that's that's kind of crazy. Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Uh, Amazon.com's CEO, founder, creator, and major shareholder. Richest man in the world. We all love Amazon. I know that there's some people protesting Amazon and Queens. They're out of their freaking mind. I've never used Amazon. You've never used Amazon? Well, no. you don't have a credit card, Mike. You got to get a credit card for that. You got to... What'd you say? You got to get a credit card. That'll help. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I, have. I have a couple of those, all right? <laughs> no, one that's not maxed out. Crippling debt, but I... One that's not maxed out. You need one with a little room on it. You gotta get one you pay back. You've never used Amazon? No. Why? I don't need to. I never. I, when I go shopping and all that stuff, I actually go out and do stuff like... I don't know. You don't know what you're missing, man. I like I, I like I like that though. You know, it's like well, you don't got Amazon Prime. You don't watch the Marvelous Miss Mazel. No, I have like a Fire Stick. And I... You have a Fire Stick, so you use Amazon. Well, I, I, cra- I cracked it. So it's oh, like, you're, it's like, you're stealing from the richest man in the world. There you go. A little, a little, <laughs> a little uh, Robin Hood. So, so um, let me explain. He's the richest man in the world. Uh, I love Amazon, and I'm addicted to it a little bit. It's it's great. Uh, Amazon Prime, I, it's awesome. I love it. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I, it doesn't mean I don't like shopping at small businesses. I like doing that too. But when they're open at two o'clock in the morning, when I need something uh, that I just saw, they. You know. Anyway, that's besides the point. What happened here is that the National Enquirer, a wholly owned subsidiary of Donald J. Trump, America. If you haven't been paying attention. David Pecker, the president's good friend, the catch and kill guy, the guy who's covering up his scandals, our friend David from the Cohen tape. He was trying to extort the richest man in the world, not for money, but for favorable coverage in the Washington Post, which is also owned by Jeff Bezos, to cover up or, or, or change the reporting on the killing of Khashoggi, the, the Saudi-born journalist who was killed in the Saudi embassy at the direct order of the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, America. I don't know how this doesn't get back to the president in some strange way. And Bezos basically said, I'm not going to change my coverage for you. And he called them out publicly. I, guys... You will know them by the company they keep. The president of the United States and David Pecker are very close. David Pecker has done a lot to help President Trump. I'm not saying the president ordered this. But you will know them by the company they keep, America. You will know them by the company they keep. This is somebody the president is keeping company with. This is somebody that the president 
has worked with. This is somebody who shares the president's interest. The president doesn't like the Washington Post, which is owned by Jeff Bezos. He tweets about it constantly. You will know them by the company they keep. 631-451-1039. I'm going to go to Terry and Patchogue. How you doing, Terry? Hi. I just wanted to check in. Mm. I don't I don't have a radio, so I heard I I was watching you on a Twitter thing before. Oh yeah? But I was disappointed that I couldn't hear the caller. Yeah, I know. I don't have the proper attachment. For some reason I can't get it to work with my phone. It's a whole thing going on. Oh, we're well. trying to we're trying to figure that out, Mike. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a major problem that it's a technical issue and I'm calling on Alex, our station manager, to fix that for me. Okay. I did enjoy that though. It's nice to see it's almost like you're looking directly at me, even though, you know, you couldn't see me. I could see you. I, I get that a lot. Somebody says, are, are, do you know, could you see the people looking back? I'm like, no, I can't. I'm just good at looking at television cameras because I've been doing it for so long. <laughs> no, you look good. You're nice and well-shaven. You're dressed in nice. Well, thank you, know, you very much, nice. Terry. I do appreciate you calling in. Anything on your mind? No. How are you feeling about our president me. these days? I'm still a supporter. Uh, and, don't, and don't call me an idiot. I'm not going to call you an idiot. <laughs> no, I still, I still am supporting him. You know, it's Whatever. okay to change your mind. Did you hear my whole rap about it's okay to change your mind? I used to no, do. I, I, I did a Dr Pepper commercial. Nobody's getting mad at me for. Uh, nobody's getting mad at me if I, I drink a Diet Coke or something. Even though I don't drink <laughs> Diet Coke, it's okay. You can change your mind. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. But uh, so far, this is why I feel so. On a scale of one to ten, Terry, how do you rate him right now? I still, he's up there, maybe eight. Eight? Oh my god! I, mean, I like what he's doing about the border. He's fighting for it. And but, he, but Terry, didn't he say Mexico was going to pay for the wall? Why am I no, paying for? Why is you? Why are you paying for the wall? Have you? All right. He, he was blowing hot air about all that. Yes. Yes, he was lying to you is what he was doing. Well, he was, he was making, you know, like putting on a show or something. Have you done your taxes? I don't have to do taxes because I don't make enough money. <laughs> Everybody's got to do taxes. You get a tax return. No, I don't have to. It says I don't have to. All right. Really? Well, Terry, thank you for your call. Okay. I'll talk, thank you. I'll talk to you again soon. And don't forget, you can always stream us online at linewsradio.com if you can't listen okay. to us live. And the and the okay. podcast will be out later on tonight. Okay. All right, okay, Terry. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Okay. 631-451-1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up the phone, give me a call. 631-451-1039 is the number. David Pecker, the National Inquirer, Inquirer editor and chairman of, I think it's called AMI Media. Uh, America... You will know them by the company they keep. This guy was uh, trying to extort the richest man in the world. The richest man in the world is going to take him down in a big way. In a big way. It's the, the company's already in major debt. So the fact that uh, the fact that this guy went after Bezos the way he did, probably at the request of the president is probably a violation of some agreement that Pecker has with the Southern District of New York. And 
It could lead to further problems for AMI. It could lead to further problems for the National Enquirer. The president trusts the National Enquirer, America, but he doesn't trust the New York Times. And I'm not saying he's got to agree with the editorial page, but the reporting in the New York Times is pretty good. 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. I'll be with you for a little bit while, a little while longer tonight. As we have a national conversation about the president and uh, his many, many criminal associates, America, chief among them, his former campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, who looks tonight to be going to jail for a very long time. His plea agreement now has been revoked by the court because he clearly lied about his many, many entanglements with Konstantin Kalimnik, a known agent of the Russian government, America, a known agent of the Russian government, Konstantin Kalimnik. The president of the United States, what is he going to do about this? How is he going to change the subject? Now, there is a deal in Congress to keep the government open. And the president of the United States probably should sign it. But I don't think he's going to. I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know, how could he not? I mean, this destroyed him. But if I was a betting man, I would say it was even money that the president of the United States doesn't sign it to change the subject. Government shutdown, big fight. Now we're not talking about Russian collusion. What's worse, Russian collusion or a government shutdown? The government shutdown really killed him the last time. So if you're listening, Mr. President, I think you do better in the polls with Russian collusion than you do with government shutdown. Because government shutdown, is it goes directly to how you're doing your job right now. Russian collusion... People are still waiting on Mueller. So keep the government open. I don't know, Mike. Should I take James again? He's very consistent, I'll tell you that. He's very persistent. I mean, he's, this is like the fifth time he's called tonight. <laughs> I, I don't, he's not, right? clearly my biggest. He's clearly listening to the show. <laughs> he didn't change. Hey, he didn't man. change the station. Not at all. What does he want to talk about? Do we know what he wants to talk about? I want to ask you a question. <laughs> he wants to ask me a question. Just let him talk for this time, all right? Don't say, all right. say hey, I, James, go. When I pick up, I'll just say, you're on the air, and see what he does. All right, all right. let's see. James from Calverton, you're on the air. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say that the woman that you had on before, she's, she's not dealing with a full deck. She's about eight eggs shorter of a dozen. And How has, dare you say you that know, about Terry from Patchogue? How dare you food. call my best poor? <laughs> I'm hanging up on him. I think he was insulting Terry from Patchogue. <laughs> You're done, James. He <laughs> might have done. been caught. I love Terry from Patchogue. Sweetest. She's sweetest dealing with ever. a whole deck, okay? A whole complete deck, James. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Mike in Medford. Mike, you're on the air. How you doing? Good, brother. I just figured I'd call in so you didn't have to talk to John. <laughs> that was James. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> but I can't understand why you hate Trump. I don't so hate much. anybody, Mike. I don't hate him. Oh, I know, but you battle with Tucker, with my man Bongino. You know what it is? Oh. I don't hate him. I don't think he's a good president. He's not good at presidenting. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. I get it, bud. And I got to tell you, I have to get my taxes done. I got a friend that owns two Jackson Hewitts. I've done taxes. 
I understand it. The salt thing killed us out here. Killed us! Killed you! I mean, it's driving me nuts. But it's our local politicians, Chris. They're the ones that are killing us. Can I tell you something, though, Mike? Mike, let let me put it to you this way. I get the concept, what he's trying to say about state and local taxes, but to rip it off, to just rip it out from underneath you, not get say, hey, you know, if you wanted to say, I'm going to do a 10 year ramp down of salt, I would get that. And I might even be supportive of that. But to say, you know what? Next year it's over. That's not, that is just punishing New York and California and, 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 and Connecticut and Rhode Island, I know, and New Jersey, New California. Jersey. And, and let me what tell you something, it? 40% of the people in this state voted for this guy and he doesn't care that he's hurting you. I listen, but I was told a friend of mine is a cop and told me city and county workers today. He told me he did not see a difference in his paycheck. He told me two years ago, he's getting the same amount to the penny. Well, I don't, I don't know what that's all about, but it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a nonsense thing, and it's got, it's got to hurt, and and he's the guy who did it, and he could easily put it back because I think the Democrat. Look, if I was Chuck Schumer, if I was a Democrat in Congress right now, anything that the president wanted, I would say, sure, I'll give you that, but you're going to triple the salt deduction now. You're going to, you know that that, that would be a good play. That would be that all would right. Be, oh, oh, a, oh, you yeah. want some money for um, uh, for some program, Mr. President? Okay, let's put the salt deduction back in. And then that would be it. That would be it. There'd be, there'd be no conversation that didn't start with salt. So, well, we were talking about it today, and it's not like he's not from New York. It's not like he was a middle-of-the-country guy that, you know, taxes are 800 a year. Yeah. And it didn't, you know, he's from New York. This guy he's can't come back to New York up. unless he fixes this. He can't come back. If he expects to be going to dinner at the 21 Club after his presidency— and he doesn't fix this, he's got another thing coming. He will not be welcome in this street because of that. Forget about because people people could forgive a lot of things. They are not going to forgive money you took out of their pocket. So it's 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 nonsense. I've been I've been supporting this guy. I have, I never thought at forty one I would know more. I could sit there and watch the State of the Union and almost know everybody. You know their political affiliation, their party, what state. I never thought at forty one I could know half the people on TV. I never thought that. Yeah, I, I back this guy, but I'm gonna I am gonna have to agree with you. And I see you go toe to toe with Tucker, with Bonjour, with Bongina. Oh, I watch you all the time, and I got to tell you, I'm a little aggravated. I, I really am. I look, Mike, you're not alone, and I'm glad you're admitting it. Mike, thanks for your call. Thank you. Six three one four five one one zero three nine, and there's a guy who supported him. You know, this is the thing, America. It's tax season. Now, if you're a millionaire, you're going to do okay. If you're, if you're doing well, you're going to save some money because the uh, alternative minimum tax is a killer. If you're a working class guy from New York and you, let's say you make, and, and you know, I know the rest of the country, you make over $100,000, you're, you're rich. You live in New York and you make $125,000, you're not rich. You're working class. You're middle class. That state and local tax deduction, that is important to you. And you're losing that. The AMT doesn't hit you like it hits me or hits other people who make you know over a certain amount of money. It's hurting you right now. 
And a lot of the people who it's hurting voted for the president. They voted for him. They're his supporters. Look, I would like the state and local deduction to be put back in, but I am making money on this tax deal because of I'm losing the AMT, which hit me a lot harder than any state and local tax does. But man, let's say you're a cop, Suffolk County cop. You make $150,000 a year and you live in Suffolk County, New York. And your property taxes are $17,000 a year. You pay a 3.5% state income tax. So your tax benefit, your tax, you're spending about, it's about $25,000 in state and local taxes. You're not really getting hit by the AMT. But you're losing a $15,000 deduction. That's real money. That's real money out of your pocket. That's a new car. That's a vacation that the president of the United States took away from you for spite. For spite. Through reconciliation because he couldn't get it through the Senate any other way. Because your state didn't vote for him, he punished you. Are you going to call my show and tell me that's okay? That he's a good president? That you like that policy? It's tax time. So please, America, do your taxes. Please, conservatives living in the Northeast, do your taxes and tell me what's going on. Since the income tax was created in 1860, there has always been a full deduction for state and local taxes paid. Why get taxed twice? You're paying taxes on a tax. It's disgusting. It's un-American. You want to talk about socialism? That's socialism. Double tax for spite. For nothing else but spite. I don't hate the president. I just don't think he's a good president. I don't think he's good at his job. I don't think he's a good person for the job. He lacks empathy. He lacks a curiosity, an intellectual curiosity to understand the complex things before him. He does not tell the truth, America. And he's far too partisan. I have never seen a more partisan State of the Union than what we witnessed last week. It was a hyper-partisan I mean, this is a guy who went back to the campaign trail before he even was sworn in because he loves the adoring crowd. He's not the right guy for the job. He's not good at it. He doesn't have the proper temperament for it. He doesn't have the right work ethic for it. I mean, the guy, we saw his schedule... 60% of his time is spent watching TV and tweeting. That's the president? That's who you want? I don't hate him. I don't hate anybody. I don't judge him as a person. But I do judge him as a president. And as a guy who would seek that office. He doesn't come up well. He's not right. 
Time to move on, America. All right. I think you've all had enough of me. And I want to remind you all to seek the truth. Question everything and question everyone, even me, but especially Donald Trump. Seek the truth, America. I know it's out there and I know you'll find it if you look hard enough. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening, America. If we all light up, we can scare away the dark. Wish our weekdays away, spend our weekends in bed. We drink ourselves stupid, or work ourselves dead, and all just because that's what mom and dad said we should do. We should run through the forests, we should swim in the street. Chris Hahn Show podcast is recorded live at 103.9 FM in New York at Long Island News Radio. This podcast was sent to Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens, and was edited by Joe Tex. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Peter Hargarden, the senior producer of podcasts here, and on behalf of everyone who worked on the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more about Chris and to find out about his upcoming television appearances, follow him on Twitter at Christopher Hahn and at ChristopherHahn.com. To learn more about FOU, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUStudios.com.